0: Bill Harper back with you Wave 94 and we're continuing to talk about the larger story and I'm continuing to go back to a couple of podcasts by John Eldridge at RansomedHeart.com April 20th entitled Don't Miss the Moment, April 27th entitled A Needed Shaking. We've been retransmitting those because they're so powerful. The introduction to the concept of don't miss the moment, this crazy time we're in, this uh, shaking of the world, both of them apply so much. Um, the profound words, the world has always been at war and the prize has always been the human heart. I've been talking about the largest story many times on this radio station and others. It's too big to go into now, but this Season of duress upon the society is is a season of the battle for the human heart During this pandemic, Debbie and I have been very comfortable at home And it's been uh, really, really wonderful for us And we've been but we've got the retirement thing and the isolation going and it's all good But I felt that I was too comfortable We have felt why us this is way too sweet and the other day in prayer, I was able to pull back the curtain and see the immense amount of suffering going on in the world and the fear and the anger and the hatred that gosh, people cooped up in cities and boxes and everybody's afraid. Uh, while I was listening to one of John Elders, the first podcast, Don't miss the Moment, that's when the curtain got pulled back. He is a prophet. He shows and sees things that are amazing. My heart went off in an arrhythmia. I had a bad heart a few years ago. I had surgery for AFib and I, it had been great, but it went off up to 140 beats a minute and uh, irregular. I put on the blood pressure cuff. I didn't need that machine to tell me that my heartbeat was irregular and it lasted with me the rest of the evening. It hasn't come back unusually, but it got my attention. I've been saying for many years in my life in recovery and awakening in the larger story that I've been a man in search of my heart to the point of the April 27th podcast by John Eldridge entitled A Needed Shaking. I got shaken. If I'm a man in search of my heart and God may be shaking the world so that what remains is unshakable out of Hebrews 12. If he's shaking the earth and I'm a man in search of my heart, which is really at the foot of the cross, it's God's heart, then why wouldn't he shake my heart physically, tangibly? Heart rate, irregular arrhythmia got my attention. A man in search of my heart and it he gets shaken. So I am paying attention to the signs. I am paying attention to what may be happening in our society. When I was reflecting On being so comfortable at home During this time I often have a guilt sense I have a a sense that in all this Really comfortable life That there's something going on beyond us And it's not that good out there It's a guilt almost A hidden shame That is too good for us And so the story came In the podcast Don't miss the moment Of what it might have happened In the case of the warriors in the battle See, because I think we're in the midst of a battle now and Debbie and I have become too comfortable in our little place here because I see the war ranging around us, the battle for the heart, especially in this season and time in the world. The story centered around D-Day and the paratroopers that went in behind the beaches in Omaha and flown over that night. And it's true story that uh, the night before D-Day, all the paratroopers in the greatest airborne invasion to that point ever flew over the English Channel and were dropped behind the lines and were supposed to link up and become a battle force and attack the enemy from the rear when everybody was hitting Omaha Beach and the other beaches. But it didn't go as planned. It was rather disorganized because... Uh, For one, the airplanes were flying in the dark and without lights on, and then the radio signals that they tried to lay down with pathfinders did not work as advertised. Then the artillery opened up air-to-air trying to shoot down the C-47s full of paratroopers, and it got disorganized, and they didn't know where they were. And it's time to go, go, go. They were supposed to know where they were, but it didn't work out that way. It was very disorganized. We know the rest of the story. They all suddenly might have finally found a way. If you ever saw the miniseries, Band of Brothers, a great, wonderful story about the 101st Airborne depicted actually there. Uh, my grandfather was part of that. We'll talk about that later. But on that night, in that morning, when all the paratroopers were laid down in the midst of war, there's a war. They're ready to fight. You're gonna be needed for this combat. Remember, we're in that phase of our world history. Where it's a battle for the heart, the paratroopers apparently there might have the story might have gone like this that one group of paratroopers landed in a French countryside, and where are we? Where are our brothers? where way do we go and what do we do now? But there was a farmhouse nearby unoccupied, and they took refuge in there while they're sorting out what's our next move and over the course of the evening into the morning, they discovered a nice a stash of apple brandy. The French called it Calvado. And they proceeded to get liquored up and get drunk. The point of that story is they might have missed their moment for combat in the morning. But bigger than that, I'm wondering if we're sitting in our nice little comfortable French farmhouses as Christians. I hear we're doing well. Are we sitting in our comfortable little French farmhouses drinking our apple brandy and missing the moment? The war is raging, it looks like. I was able to look out the window or pull back the curtain the other day. And there is a war for the human heart, a battle for the human heart going on. I'm not so sure of the significance of that, but I have been moved. My heart was moved. My heart was shaken. I'm a man in search of my heart. And he got my attention. John's second podcast on April 27th. That's again, the John Eldridge podcasts on the ransomedheart.com website. April 20th, don't miss the moment. April 27th, a needed shaking. Once again, this is Bill Harper on Wave 94 talking about those podcasts. But when he spoke about a needed shaking, referring to the verses in Hebrews 12, a powerful section, but I'll summarize it for you. The world will be shaken, so that which is unshakable will remain. His church is being shaken, the whole world is being shaken. Perhaps his church has been hanging out in a French farmhouse, nice and comfortable, and our wonderful worship services and our excellent lattes and wonderful presentation and shallow relationships, and we're just really comfortable in our French farmhouse. You know, real love is messy, and I don't like to get messy. Maybe the church has been too comfortable, and here comes the needed shaking. Once again, I'm a man in search of my heart, and he rattled that. He got my attention with that. You know, it's kind of like the human condition that we migrate to idols of comfort when life gets easy. Isn't that true? Isn't that the story of the nation of Israel? Which is really like a template, a model uh, of the story of the human race. We, we migrate to idols and comfort and life gets easy and we don't need God. Why do we need God? As recently as a hundred years ago, they needed God to provide the rain for the crops Uh, Birth babies that wouldn't die Heal us from diseases And all those things Certainly 200 years ago And that's a blink of an eye And now it's almost we're the masters of our own destiny We are in charge of this world And this planet With everything we got under control Uh, I interviewed John Eldridge about his new book Get Your Life Back Which was published in January of 2020 And that's exactly when the pandemic hit but his point was we've got so inundated with the busyness and the noise and the cell phones and the 24-7 connectivity and data, 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 more. We've, we don't hear the quiet voice of God. We don't pause long enough. We need to pause. There's a whole story about that and an app from Ransomed Heart about how we paused around today and just breathe in. And it got so fast paced. So all of this condition, the humans, we migrate to these idols, uh, our cell phones. Oh, mercy, our cell phones, are they not idols? They've rescued us now. I know that the Internet has been of great benefit, but let's pay attention to this. What's really happened to us? And it's always been true, isn't it? That times of crisis and suffering bring renewal and revival. Uh, You know, the... In the Chinese language, the character for crisis is actually two combined characters of danger and opportunity. Significant that that's in the Chinese language, isn't it? But that's the story of the, of the human race, really, and modeled with Israel, really, that we turn away from God until things get tough. So are we experiencing the shaking of... I needed shaking so that that which is unshakable will remain. Jesus comes soon. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. I can do this in my French farmhouses, I can pray. As John and I agreed, I had to pray for three people, but more than that, I and my heart is broken and tenderized by the large amounts of pain and anguish and lostness and, out there in the world. I think the believers, the followers of Christ, are doing okay. But the time is right to extend our hearts and our words. And how can we do this in a time of isolation? It's pretty crazy, isn't it? But we can pray. Suffering will do it to you. I've, uh, I had some physical pain in my legs for a couple, three years. Just got some titanium installed six months ago now. And I'm healing. But in those places of suffering and pain, I remember a quote by Simon Weil. Simon Weil said, Two things pierce the human heart. One is beauty. The other is affliction. I think I had been so comfortable with the beauty and the ease of time that I needed a little affliction. Remember I said I'm a man in search of my heart. Remember that recently it's been shaken and God got my attention. But if I'm a man in search of my heart, and assuming what Simon Weil said was true, that two things pierce the human heart, one is beauty, the other is affliction. And if I'm a man in search of my heart, I'm going to assume piercing is good. That's my understanding. And so it seems perhaps the beauty had worn off the law of diminishing returns and God had to send some affliction into my heart to pierce it, to wake me up. Is that part of don't miss the moment? Or is that part of the needed shaking? I've been pierced, my heart has been shaken. And I hope that whatever I say, somebody will hear the words I'm saying and wake up and pay attention. I spoke about the paratroopers who went over on D-Day and it might have happened that way. I did do some research and try to verify that story about getting holed up in a farmhouse with French brandy called Calvado. I did find one item, but it was German paratroopers. Oh, well, the analogy still stows because it works for me because I'm wondering if I'm caught holed up in my little comfortable French farmhouse with brandy. I might need to pay attention to what's happening out there. There is a war, and I am needed. Turns out I do have a connection with the paratroopers in the D-Day. Turns out my grandfather was in the 101st. He was the commander of the 327th Glider Infantry, and the 502nd Parachute Infantry and the 506th Parachute Infantry regiments made up the 101st Airborne Division. On D-Day... He was told just prior to it that he was not allowed to fly with his men on the glider and land. General Maxwell Taylor told Colonel Joseph Harper, I can't risk losing you. He expected the losses would be great in the delivery of men in the greatest airborne invasion ever and the first use of gliders. They expected the losses to be high, and they were. It was a terrible way to deliver men to battle. They died before they ever pulled the trigger. Maxwell Taylor told Bud Harper, I can't let you, I can't risk it. And he was upset. That's a mild word. He was very upset because he was a leader. He was a combat leader and he was not allowed to go in to battle with his men. Well, I was telling this story of don't miss the moment to my good friend, Mark. He said, tell me about your grandfather. So Mark, he was an angry man, he rejected Jesus. All the way to the end, I heard him say everything contrary to the deity, the Immaculate Conception, the rising from the dead. And I figured, Bud Harper, Colonel Joseph Harper, who became Major General Joseph Harper, was lost. Mark said to me, you don't know that, Bill. And I wept. Because he's right. I don't know that. I do know he was an angry man. I do know that he saw his men die and he came back without a scratch. That's actually common among men who've gone to war who come back without a wound, as they have a far deeper wound. The story turns around to redemption. We're talking about redemption here. The world has been shaken. We're all in search of something. We need it. And I'm wondering about the redemption of Joseph Harper. When Mark said, You don't know that, Bill. You don't know he didn't make it into heaven. I do my don't know my father is there. My father was also an airborne, he was a West Point grad, he flew helicopters in Vietnam and he died of Agent Orange, most likely when I was twenty six. I miss him dearly and I know he's gonna be waiting for me right when I step into heaven. I know that. I always thought my grandfather was lost. His father was lost. And somehow I'm given a vision and a hope after Mark Woods said to me, Bill, you don't know that he's not there. Wouldn't it be the redemption of God as I see my dad and he lights up in his smile and he says, guess who's here? The stories about redemption. We go into painful places and we get redeemed from them somehow. Later, I was talking to my mom, my stepmother actually, who knew Bill well, who sat with the general for years after, in the later years before he died. She told me that in his advance, and in he the infantry in Germany, and he was moving under fire, probably a machine gun position, and his deputy, his right-hand man, his wingman, jumped in front of him and charged forward, covering him with his body, and he took the bullet that would have gotten my grandfather. His deputy, his best man, his right-hand man died right there. I never heard that story. I do know he came back an angry man. And maybe I understand why. Oh, for this would extrapolate to our lives and all the things that have wounded us and all the things we're afraid of and all the reasons to reject a God who loves us and suffers for us and knows our pain. It's a story of redemption to be shaken. I am moved by the point of don't miss the moment in my French farmhouse. I am moved by the shaking that has happened to me, but I don't know exactly what to do with it right now besides get on the radio for a bit. I'm hearing to love is where I can. I'm helping Debbie with her very elderly parents. I am trying to share this message long and wide and loud So this is Bill Harper again with Wave 94. We have been rebroadcasting the John Eldridge Podcasts on the Ransomed Heart website entitled Don't Miss the Moment on April 20th and A Needed Shaking on April 27th. And there is a profound word, prophecy here. I have experienced this. In my French farmhouse, maybe missing the moment, my heart has been shaken what is going on with the world today i pray dear lord jesus come back soon the words from your prayer your kingdom come your will be done have never given me more clarity than now jesus come back soon this crazy place of the world i just don't know what's happening except lord you are in control and this is in your hands He's shaking us up, so that which is unshakable will remain. And I'm clinging to the unshakable kingdom of God. Not sure exactly what it looks like, but I know it's up above me more than I know, but I can feel it. And this all ties into the larger story because Jesus has come and he's won the war but the battle is still ongoing. He gave us his life, he gave us commands to love, to make disciples, and we have an enemy. And it's a battle for our hearts. Like John Eldred said, the world has always been at war and the prize has always been the human heart. Now more than ever, who are we following, what are we believing, and what is the center of our source of life. This is Bill Harper on Wave 94. Thanks for tuning in.